I was in, I think, seventh grade, like late middle school, might have been eighth grade or something. Although I'd be surprised if it was in eighth grade, because by eighth grade, I was really enough of a square that there's no way I was smoking pot. Uh, no way you had friends. Yeah, grade. right. Yeah, because I'd lost my yes. friends. They Well, they'd all, this is kind of sad, they'd all started smoking pot. Uh, so you lost, lost a few. Pot. Brunch! Hit it, boys! So you mean to tell me that the fella in the uh, weed smoking meme that's roughly, I don't know, like four or five days old, that's Elon Musk. That sure is Elon Musk. I had no idea. I was just telling you that like uh, in typical uh, Brave Dave fashion, I've just like in the last day or two started to really like that meme now that it's kind of dying down. And you told me that it's Elon Musk. Yep, it's Elon Musk on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, They were smoking a fat doobie, and Joe Rogan lit it up and was like, hey, oh, you you probably can't take a hit of this, right? It's you, You got shareholders and stuff. You're like a very influential person. And he was like... Making faces. Those some cool faces he was yeah, making. Making some faces, and he was like, "Well, it's it's legal in California, right?" And they're like, "Yep." And he's like, "All right, all right, pass it here." And then he fucking rips a a long drag and just immediately exhales the most smoke you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> right? There's never been more smoke around somebody smoking <laughs> weed ever. And like in those like, like early nineties, absolutely ridiculous face. Yeah. Like in the like nineties rap videos, there was always kind of smoke going on, but they had to be pumping in smoke machines because typically like when the people smoke a, a doobie, they hold it in, obviously, a, a yeah. little bit. But that was just like uh like <sighs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was like doing it for dramatic effect. Yeah. Uh so I did not know that that was uh Joe Rogan, even mm-hmm. though I saw the video, I guess I was just paying attention to the other guy who I also didn't know was Elon Musk. Is that kind of a hard move having somebody on your podcast and then just kind of like, b- like lighten up in front them? of them yeah, to see just to them. see what they do with it? I'd be if I went on a podcast or something and they did something like that, I would be right because we're annoyed. not drug guys. So if we right. went on, if we went on somebody's podcast and they just lit up in front of us and they were like, hey. You want a hit of this? Yeah. That's sort of like peer pressure. You seem not cool if you say no. Yeah. But we could easily just be like, well, we're a very anti-drug podcast. I would be pretty mortified. Like I was talking about uh, there was there's a guy that's on the radio in Boston, and sometimes he likes to play up like how well he does with the chickadees, mm. which uh, couldn't couldn't be us. Yeah. And uh, there they did some sort of segment, and a girl asked him what his favorite sexual position was, and... He was a little like kind of flustered, Ooh. and we were debating like uh, normally if you're on the radio doing like a sports thing and someone's like, "Hey, sex stuff, let's talk about it. Give me some details." Yeah, I would be flustered as fuck because oh, I yeah. didn't bring that up. But if you're kind of pl- if you're if wading in your those brand. waters, if you're wading in those waters, that's gonna come. This guy, Elon Musk, I can't imagine was talking about uh, weed. I, I was going to say blazing doobies because that's the only term that we have for uh, weed, apparently, uh, he, about puffing the puffing the, the fat. The yeah, that dude has definitely... I, jazz I, cigarettes. Yeah, I don't think that guy smokes very much based right. on his reaction from his his puff. He had, he had like the most like, ooh, 
Oh, this is, uh. <laughs> there were some great memes to come from it, though. The best one was uh, Seinfeld 2000. Yes. Imagine if Seinfeld on today takes the hit, <laughs> makes the face. <laughs> Jerry, get on <laughs> Yes, that. the best. Uh, I cannot wait for this this podcast to become like a absolute stoner podcast. Because, it's going to. Right, because we come around on everything. Yes. The rule of brunch. It's yes. going to try. We always take a hard 180 on every topic that we discuss. Uh, another thing off of that. I'm always impressed. I like. I haven't. I honestly can't tell you the last time I was around somebody uh, puffing a, a joint, which is like a cigarette, a marijuana made cigarette. out of marijuana. <laughs> I love the term marijuana cigarette because it's only used by people that <laughs> who are have like never the smoked marijuana cigarettes. People, yeah. Uh, people who say marijuana cigarette have tried marijuana once, like because people who don't smoke pot at least probably know a little bit about pot i think that it's like uh once you've smoked pot once and then have never done it again you know less about pot than anybody who just like casually watches tv well it kills your brain cells the pot kills your your pot brain cells that's true so at some point you knew like a casual amount and then you smoked pot once lost all those brain cells and you've completely forgotten about pot uh yeah what was i gonna say though um oh like when I see somebody like in that video smoking uh, a joint, I'm always floored because I could not tell you the last time I saw somebody smoke a uh, a marijuana cigarette. Like it, well, at one point, I want to say, like when I was like two years out of college, I I smoked uh, marijuana uh, because my friend had it from a pipe that they called a bowl yes i like i did that but since then i would honestly say in the last five years i'm not a fan I, of bowls i have not seen a bowl or a i have not seen, seen a bowl any marijuana recently. apparatus other really? than a pen, pen? Yeah. because everything's just a pen now do you think that the, like the and now no think, one even technically smokes pot because it's just a pen yeah do you <laughs> think that uh that like paraphernalia is going to become obsolete I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. I think that's like half the fun of pot for a lot of people. Like it's just yeah. like testing out the paraphernalia and oh, all that. Man. There is like I mean, you definitely do get higher like on certain from different ones. Yeah, like I I did like a bong a couple times in college. Yeah, and, pff, is that the highest one? I mean, for me, I for like completely blacked out <laughs> when days. the so man, you want a good deterrent from pot? The first time I smoked pot, I think I was in seventh grade. Uh, it was from a bong, and it was with two of my friends, one who did it pretty regularly, one who was kind of getting into it, yeah. and me who was like, I, I clearly, they knew, I was like, I am doing this because I have to. It's part <laughs> of my life. I have to smoke, like, I am not a drug guy, already yeah. very on brand as a seventh grader. <laughs> I was the fucking kid from uh, It. You know the the kid oh, the, who uh, looks like an yeah. investment banker? <laughs> the kid who has like a toiletry bag everywhere he goes filled with medicine. Right. The, like... The, 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 the like eight-year-old kid with a 401k. <laughs> I was that kid. I was like, I am not – this is not going to be a part of my life, but you're supposed to try it at some point. The kid with the CVS Pharmacy frequent flyer card. <laughs> yes. Uh <laughs> I, I'm gonna start calling it that when I can be like, you know what? I left my frequent flyer card at home. Can I? You know what I do, by the way? What? I just put in my mom's phone number. Yeah, same. And they're like, she's got a card. They're like, hey, are you woman's name? I'm like, <laughs> yep. Yes. Why? You have to say about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, that's like the biggest scam running is like you can literally anybody can use some. If you know CBS a phone card. number, yeah. then they're <laughs> if you like, know any phone number in the world. Yeah. Uh, and then they're like, wait, this is a woman's name. I'm like, uh, yeah, it's my ex-wife. It's 2018. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's my first ex-wife. <laughs> that's my first ex-wife. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. So like, I was in, I think, seventh grade, like late middle school, might have been eighth grade or something. Although I'd be surprised if it was in eighth grade, because by eighth grade, I was really enough of a square that there's no way I was smoking pot. Uh, <laughs> no way you had friends. Yeah, grade. right. Yeah, because <laughs> I'd lost my yes. friends. They Well, they'd all, this is kind of sad, they'd all started smoking pot. Uh, so you lost, lost a few. Pot. Lost a few. As uh, if you guys follow few good men. Barry McCockiner, uh half of his tweets are about uh, marijuana his killing co- people. His cousin who died from a marijuana from overdose. And he gets athletes to respond about uh, his cousin who died of a marijuana overdose. But yeah, I was in like seventh grade and uh, it, we smoked from a bong and it was, I had a, I hated it. It was terrible. And like everybody was yelling and I was like, yo, <laughs> quit yelling. I fucking hated it. So I guess if you want a deterrent from smoking pot, use an apparatus. Yes. Maybe one as intense as a bong. A bong. People are for sure listening and they're like, dude, a fucking bong is training wheels. Yeah, that probably. Is, that is the that is like the safest. Well, have, you ever, have you ever done edibles? No, and I never will. Okay. Yeah, because I've heard some like fucking horror stories. Right. About that's edibles. yes, that is the one I will definitely never ever do. So when I said that people only do the pen now, people do edibles, edibles yeah. and uh, people have told me of like, oh well, there's like if you take this certain kind of edible, and there's less of a chance that blah blah. Well, I'm rocking a zero percent <laughs> chance that blah blah because I'm just not going to fucking do edibles. Why would you play roulette that way and just? I think I kind of like that. Just like just putting it up to the gods i feel like edibles are gonna become like i don't want to say more popular because they're already fucking really popular but now that it's sort of becoming legalized in more places they're gonna open up dispensaries and edibles are like a huge part of dispensaries but if i'm eating a baked good i don't want any more stress than i already have from (laughs) eating a baked good because i uh, the, um, the the fucking what does purveyor mean would purveyor be a good use of it? I was going to say purveyor of that like, steer into I the... I feel like that. I, I want to say like that, that's like surveyor, but... Uh, I, I no once idea. knew what this meant, but in seventh grade, I smoked pot. Yes. A person who sells or deals in particular goods. Ooh, so maybe... so. Ooh, why like don't a, they call them pot purveyors? Yeah, I was just about to say, like a drug purveyor. Yeah. He was uh, purveying that drugs. That sounds way more classy. Yeah, but uh, as like a head honcho of the steer into the skid gang, uh, if I'm eating a baked good or anything, as I'm doing it, I'm not doing the like... I hate myself for doing this. I'm, I'm not doing the shaming myself. I'm like, I'm eating this because it tastes good. And then after I'm done with it, I'm like, all right, really got to keep up with the make DJ wide again diet tomorrow. Well, once we steer and take a 180 into uh, drug territory, oh, yeah. once we become uh, drug lords. 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh man! Crazy. I hope this podcast isn't still around in 2022. Yeah. I don't uh, think. Well, spoiler alert: none of us are around yeah. in 2022. Uh, once we take a 180 into drug land, uh, I think that we've we floated this idea in the past about doing like an all nighter episode. We should just do an episode where we eat edibles and podcast for like 12 hours. Uh, I pitched an idea to work recently that was basically just have me and Pete do wine actually with Hell everything yeah. and. They're like, 
Oh, well, so, we, we, so we'd have like nine hours to show you two uh, just drinking drunk. wine. Yeah. And I was like, yes, also you'd need to buy out all of the ad space because no breaks, please. Don't want to miss any good things. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't see the, the apparatus stuff going on. And I guess that's good because if I were like... Hanging out with friends and somebody busted out a doobie and sparked it up, I'd be like, "Oh, now everything's gonna smell." And it's true, you're you the only person enjoying that, that. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I was at a at Boston Calling like probably three years ago. I saw somebody that uh, was standing near me was passing around a joint, and I was thinking, like, "Don't pass it to me. Don't pass <laughs> it to me," because I would have done the like. Oh, I'm on a diet or something, and then pass it off. So they wouldn't think. Well, I'm now you're a gym square. guy, so now you have an excuse. Even though I don't think that really affects the gym that much. Yes. Does it? Uh, does it hurt your uh, recovery time? N- no. Uh, but the the one thing that you could say is, like, ah, I can't do that because I get the munchies when I'm when I'm high, and I'm on a strict gym diet now. And I'm I'm working out, and I can't take a break to go eat while i'm working yes. out you guys are filling up on water i'm like yo where's the where's the entenmann's at uh, no one ever pr- is it no one ever pronounces that second n in entenmann's huh no and entenmann's i think they say entenmann's Ent- is it is it entenmann's or did i make that up i don't know let's see yo without looking guess how many n's are in Entenmann's. Uh, one in the front, two, five. There are six wow. ends. No, just kidding. There's oh. four, but that's okay. still a lot. Okay. E-N-T-E-N-M-A-N-N apostrophe N-S. That's like when Ali G has Boutros, Boutros, Gali on. Have you seen that? Yes. Boutros, 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 Gali. How is the gym going, by the way? Started at Wednesday. Uh, find, for those at home, mm. those dropping their kids off at school, which yeah. we did, li- we did learn this week yeah. that people listen to this podcast when they drop their kids off at school. We got some active listeners, yes, making those kids. Uh, I finally gave DJ my workout plan. Yeah, and uh, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday is chest. Wednesday is legs. Uh, Friday after this, I'm about to go do uh, arms. Right, arms and back. Oh, like arms up, and upper body and back. Nice. So. I started Wednesday, and I figured I'm probably going to be sore in the early going, so I'll start with the Monday on Wednesday, do Friday on Friday, and then do Monday, Wednesday, Friday next week. I realized right after, I literally started a workout plan by skipping one day. No, I, yeah, no, I think that that's, I do that all the time. Like, yeah? I'm just like, yeah, if I like, if I miss a day, yeah. like, especially if I miss a Monday, I think I did that this week too, where I missed Monday and I was like, eh, it's fine. I'll do Monday and Wednesday. Yeah. And first order business. Just, <laughs> yeah. just skip leg day. It's like, it's like the initiation step. It's like, ah, leg day. Not for Although, me. Although I've been told that, uh, leg day is important it for is. the, uh, for the belly. It's important for everything. Really? Yeah. Just because like you look like a freak if you yeah that, uh, but like it also say... it also makes you stronger. Yeah. Like you you get a lot of your uh, strength starts on the low in the lower body. Ah, got it. That's what I feel like. That's like a baseball coach thing to say. 
It's true, though. Like, hey, when you flip the ball underhand, just make sure you know it's all coming. You know where it's coming from? Your butt. Yeah, it's, it's coming it's, from your butt. Every every uh, every sort of like thing like that either starts in the legs or the core. <laughs> like anybody, any coach will always tell you, like, yeah, it, it's all about the power. It, it start your power is really in your legs, no. or your power is really in your core. You need a strong core. I'm gonna uh, do the thing. I'm gonna like get a trainer just so I can piss them off. And if they're like, all right, so you know where all this this twisting motion you're doing, you know where it's coming from? Uh, I'm going to be like, I think I know, but where? And I'm gonna be like, it's coming from your car. And I'm going to say something dumb like, oh, I, my dad's a teacher and it's the he elbows. He says it's wrong. Yes. Yeah. It, uh, it actually starts in your dick. Yeah. Um, we, Shouts next- to my dad, not a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> next year, uh, next summer, we should, uh, for content, mm-hmm. we should coach a little league baseball team. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be fucking unbelievable. Imagine that. We coaching baseball Monday through Friday, DJ wedding or MC weddings on Saturdays. What a life that'd be. You know how much money we would make? We would make exactly whatever we'd get from the MCing weddings because I'm pretty sure those uh, jobs don't pay. What? Like the coaching Little League Baseball? No, I'm pretty sure they don't. Yeah. We've and I'm also pretty sure that you you get looked down upon if you coach Little League Baseball without a kid on the team. So... My, uh, I had a hockey coach who was like probably fresh out of college. Like it was like three dudes. They were probably like 22 through 24 and our team was fucking awesome. They were like, God bless all the hockey coaches I had who were like lifers and coached forever and were institutions in the town. But man, you get like three kids who played any sort of like competitive hockey recently. Yeah. And they want to win, man. They're pretty in tune with how to get things done. All of our practices, literally all of our practices every day was just an hour of breakout drills. All we did was like, they're actually pretty ahead of their time. They were all about puck possession. They're like, all right, so we're defending in our own zone. Let's get the puck really quickly. Breakouts and transitions, man. That's all it's what it's about. Once you guys have the puck. It's a youth hockey game. No one knows how to skate or do anything. Like as long as you have the puck, you probably score because you just push it with your stick up the ice and right. then you score. And the goalie sucks. So right. Just put it on net. Yeah. Oh man, those were the days. I would rack up twenty goal seasons in my sleep. I fucking <laughs> sucked at hockey. It was amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, I said there a little quick uh, side note. I said in there that I said something about I called myself a freak. Uh, yeah. Little shout out to Deadspin. Who it's cool for Deadspin to call somebody with autism a freak because they hate Barstool. Yeah, they called uh, one of the guys at Barstool. I didn't. I didn't know that he had autism. Tommy, I think Tommy smokes. Okay, uh, I think K. Marco said that he was autistic, and yeah. I was like, wow, holy shit! But they called him. They called him a freak in the Deadspin article, and I'm sure that they won't. They won't apologize for that or whatever, but like no. it's cool for them to fucking target Barstool for anything that they disagree with or whatever. Woke Deadspin, who's all into feminism and everything, except when uh, a couple of years ago when Jamie Erdahl accidentally, uh, Jamie Erdahl got duped by a uh, like a fake Rapport account. Yeah, and they did. They made a blog post basically calling her a bimbo. Oh my! So God. like, yeah, like, but by all means, uh, cool woke Deadspin. Deadspin sucks. That's, I mean, it's so it's so so annoying. And that how... thing that that thing that, that this uh, who Laura Wagner yeah. wrote about Barstool yeah. was I, I don't know how anybody 
if if you're acting like a reputable outlet, who approved that that could be written? That was the most like seething. Hateful. Well, it ha- I mean, it happens every time they write about Barstool. They just like throw in like all these fucking like adjectives. Like it's like Turtle Boy, basically. Where, yeah, you know how yes, when, yeah. whenever he like tries to make fun of somebody, he throws out these like ridiculous adjectives. Yeah, yeah. they do the same thing, and it's just like. At this point, it's so fucking petty. Yeah. It's so clear that Barstool has so much room in Deadspin's head. And it's just like, it, it, like, they, I'm like, far be it for me to defend everything that Barstool does. Yeah. We've, oh, God, no, I go back and forth. I care 0%. If you hate Barstool, I care 0%. But, like, make sure that your arguments are rooted in the right place because there are places that you can go where I'll be like, all right, if, if that's the reason that you don't like, barstool or whatever that's your 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 reasoning for not liking them fine so be it but at this point deadspin is going after barstool for literally everything and like this latest thing was that sam ponder lied about uh like wanting or willingness to go on barstool van talker pardon my take to discuss uh like her falling out with the barstool guys and i 100 percent believe uh that dan would have big cat and pft Dan is like called middleman Dan because he always wants to sort of like settle these things. Yeah. And I 100% believe that they reached out to her. And so like I don't have any problem with with Dave being like she's a liar. That's Dave's shtick. Right. Uh I my thing with that is again, if you don't like Barstool, who cares? For a for most of my adult life. Uh, honestly, until I met uh, like Jared and Feidelberg. I had zero point zero feelings about Barstool. Yeah. I kind of looked down on it because <laughs> I just all I knew was the comment section, and I was like, "Oh, Barstool is the thing that dumb guys read." And then I met those guys, and I actually looked into their stuff, and I was like, "Oh, these are funny people, and they're being harmless." And obviously, Dave has said a bunch of shit that's pissed people off, right. and a bunch of people that stupid idiot who's the the Chris Spags guy. Oh, like yeah, there, yeah. like there has been. There's gar- been a lot of stuff you right. can point at and be like, "All right, this isn't cool." Right. Uh, but where I get mad, and this is, and I defend Barstool a lot, and it's not because I'm like this major, major champion of Barstool. As I said, the I, I, I love a lot of those guys, but I just get mad when people make arguments without caring to actually learn about what they're discussing. Right, and, like, when you have a preconceived notion in your head and, like, there is, like, this sort of groupthink on Twitter and the internet, it's so easy to pile on shit without it actually looking looking into what you're actually discussing. Yeah. and I get so fucked about, like, the, the, the Laura Wagner person went after uh, Charlotte because oh, she right, had yeah. them on her show... So this person, in the name of feminism, said, uh, like "If you're a woman in sports, this woman, don't do this. This woman, do, I, this woman doesn't know uh, doesn't know better than to make a decision for herself." Like Charlotte has consumed. Pardon my take. She know she knows Charlotes what on those the guys do. Twenty four hours a day. She right. Knows yeah. The no offense. Space. Like loser alert. She spends <laughs> all of her goddamn time on the internet. I think Friend that of she the has a big fucking loser. I th- no. Like I I think that she would be able to make a fair enough assessment of uh pardon my take which is why i get so fucking mad and i said this to charlotte this week like as a fucking straight guy who his entire life people have been like hey you know you act gay like i have not been able to 
I never like saw eye to eye with a lot of like the the cool manly content that has come out basically my entire life. If I were fucking younger, if I were in seventh grade learning what pot is and all that shit, and pardon my take existed, that would be a fucking like that would be my north star yeah. because I'd be like, oh, two guys who uh, aren't assholes and. Uh, are good at making fun of the kind of typical macho stuff. Right. But I've said it a million times. And the, and, Those two aren't the problem. And I mean, the latest, the latest like, uh, Laura Wagner hit piece is about, uh, like, it's turning the Sam Ponder thing into, like, a sexist thing. It's like they're targeting, like, Dave's, once again, Dave's targeting women online. He's done that shit for, like, every enemy of Barstool, man or woman. Like, Jamie O'Grady was targeted for years. Who's Goodell, that? Uh, Jamie O'Grady used to run the Cauldron, I think okay. it is. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, he... Dave, not Dave like... loves... Like, Revenge Dave loves targeting fucking everybody who goes against Barstool, whether it's a man or a woman. Yeah. So, I, I mean, like, the fact that they... That Laura Wagner tried to turn this into, like, a sexist thing, that, that was really what bothered me. Well, also, it... If... It, it doesn't take... Dan at his word at all that I mean right. he laid yeah. out the kind of facts of it and they're saying like oh she she called them uh, she called her or he called uh, her a liar blah blah it's like well she th- might th- be did she yes. lie yeah. there's I don't know I, I again I don't if this comes off as is us defending Barstool or whatever then whatever I just. Just don't be a fucking asshole online. And when those guys have been assholes online, they've been called assholes. This girl was an asshole to these people. So, and again, if I were any sort of editor, I would not. And someone said that to me. Maybe tone this down a little bit. I'd be like, yo, like no one will be able to take this seriously. This is so vicious and mean and hateful. And again. By all means, be as mean as you want to Dave. Dave's fine oh, yeah, with people being right, mean yeah. to him. He wants to... He can to, fucking handle what it. What does he call it? Uh, wh- and he uh, also kind of deserves it. He likes to get into the, the mud or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah, the mud. Dan is not... Doesn't seem like uh, a big uh, like like, war guy. Me out of this. Yeah. yeah. He just seems like a fucking nice guy who wants to hang out and listen to Fleetwood Mac. Uh, back to the gym talk. I realized while lifting, gym playlists can't be what my normal gym playlists are i usually just put on music that i like and i just name it gym playlist because i happen to listen to it at the gym yeah you have to like you definitely have to like i listen to songs at the gym that i wouldn't listen to outside of the gym just because it's like this isn't really what i like to listen to but you need a certain style at the gym i also i mean i texted you texted me that this week and i also said uh i don't understand people who listen to podcasts at the gym we get texts all the time oh yeah being like was listening to the podcast at I the gym. I laughed on I the la- elliptical, yeah. blah, blah, Which, blah. I think that's fine. Sorry to like, make fun of the listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's fine. Like, if you're doing cardio, yeah. it's easier to listen to uh, something conversational. You don't really need to get amped up for cardio. But if you're lifting, I don't understand people who who listen to podcasts while lifting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's strange. Unless maybe it's like a podcast where they're shit-talking you. And you're like, you're like I'm fuck, kick this. their ass. You just I, listen to audio transcriptions of Laura Wagner. <laughs> yeah, or anybody no. Tell you what, stool. speaking of Barstool, I could listen to uh, the, the recent Lights Camera podcast thing. Oh uh, yeah, Ken Jack, who has become my favorite Twitter follow, uh, is he kind of took a little shot at Randy. Yeah. He started to take a shot at Randy, and then he was like. The brunch guys are boys with them, so I'm not going to shit talk him. And then within five seconds, he says, fuck you, Randy. <laughs> fuck you. Like three times. We'll drop the audio in right here. Like at all. Like they said she deserved an Emmy. 
for her portrayal as Barb in Stranger Things. Like, fuck off, man. Like, I get it, whatever. Like, if you, like, made a meme out of it. But people took it very seriously on the internet for a very long time. And it was an annoying phenomenon. And yeah. to the point where I started the embargo for, I think, like, three months. <laughs> and Wait. The guy that, uh, uh, what do you call it? Someone told you to fuck off, right? Yeah, the guy from Stranger Things, the guy who plays the professor. He was, he's, like, boys with the guys from brunch, so, like, I, I'm not going to shit talk him or anything. But I think his, his name is Randy something. I don't remember what. But he basically, he quote tweet dunked on me, like, like, yeah, maybe you should just shut up and enjoy the show. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, man. It's annoying. You don't get it because you're an actor and you're not online. But I am. A, I very much have free time and an online, and it's annoying. But yeah, Ken Jack is like really surly. And yeah, he, he uh, he's like an he's like a sixty five year old man who is like the neighborhood crank. I never know where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> he is. A, I love Ken Jack. Uh, I think that he's hilarious. But you can't come after our guy Randy and expect to get away with it. Um, yeah, I guess like. But I do. I want to say I do agree where he was coming from with the Barb thing. I, I since the since day one since we started watching Stranger Things, I've been like on the fuck Barb train, and everybody was. I can't be because I'm spending too much time on the fuck Will train. <laughs> That's true. Kill him. But, but like people forget in season one, people were going fucking nuts over Barb. They stand Barb. Yeah, which yeah. is infuriating because she was the biggest wet blanket in the history of wet blankets on tv i kind of so you know what that barb was uh post having smoked pot in seventh grade dj <laughs> yeah. i kind of identified with barb yeah well that doesn't surprise me i would have <laughs> fucking hated you in seventh grade too uh so yeah i mean i get where he's coming from but you can't come after our guy randy which we got also got some devastating news this week that randy will not we're gonna be take a, we're gonna take another trip with randy Will not be and joining us at in Austin for Austin City Limits this year. Very. Did upsetting. we say? Did had we said that he was gonna come on that? I don't know. We might have floated the uh, the rumor that he he could be joining us. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was like, yeah, I'm going. Let's do this. And then he backed out. But we're still gonna go like and how? have a ton of fun. Maybe some surprises there. The cool thing about saying maybe some surprises. Just we maybe. usually don't deliver. Just maybe. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's that's like, we I didn't promise you anything. Like Drew Brees said recently, Baker Mayfield, uh, like, could end up being better than me, and everyone's like, "Ooh, is Baker Mayfield going to be better than Drew Brees?" No, <laughs> might he be. Can yeah. like the can. S- speaking of quarterbacks, uh, little Nathan Peterman, he check. Uh, not the start of this week. <laughs> not the start of this week, but. Uh, I am here for any and all Nathan Peterman talk, especially if it's done by my pals at High Noon, because have you ever heard Bomani Jones say Nathan Peterman? No. Let me tell you, he doesn't say Peterman. He calls him uh, Peterman. Peterman. <laughs> Hell <laughs> like, yeah. Nathan like Peterman. Peterman. Yeah. But Peter Peterman. Right. It's people. I saw people tweeting at him. They're like, why do you call him Nathan Peterman? And I think that he's from Houston. So it's like a Houston like dialect this? or accent or something. Who's this? Bomani Jones. Okay. Yeah. Bomani Jones is fucking hilarious. I think he's great. Yeah. Bomani Jones is like he is the best like deadpan delivery. Yes, exactly. He just kind of hangs back. <laughs> yes. I like people who are uh, who are just like very reactionary yeah. in their humor. Like a lot of funny people couldn't do stand up because. They're better at just like seeing shit happen and being like, 
and just like saying the right thing off of that. Bomani Jones is unbelievable at that. And I don't watch a ton of High Noon, but uh, uh, Pablo Torre, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, is. It's actually Pablo Torre. T- pa- yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Gr- All time PFT commenter tweet that Boy. when the Steelers uh, and uh, Browns went to overtime. He tweeted, somebody please tell uh, Taylor that if nobody scores in the next 15 minutes, the game ends in a tuh. Yeah. Hilarious. But yeah, like uh, Pablo Torre will just say some ridiculous shit and Bomani Jones will just always have the perfect reaction. I I feel like if I got in Nathan Peterman. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pretty fucking good impression. Yeah. I can hear it in his voice. Yeah. yeah, no, I feel like if I had like sports discussions with Bomani Jones, it it would always end up in me screaming at him just because his delivery would piss me off so much. Right, just like uh, it's like, like talk, it's like a, a uh, London one of those like uh, guard guys that just like yes. stand there. It's like, it's like show emotion. Yes. <laughs> it's like it's like why are you not as, as upset as I am about this? Right, like you'd rant and everything, and then there'd be silence. He'd be like, except of course you realize that blah blah, blah and like. He's fucking smarter than you too. He would be a he'd be a pretty infuriate. Yeah, because like it's one thing to be the smart guy in the room, but he's also he never wavers. What could we get him on for? Because I would love to have Bomani Jones as a guest on brunch, but it would have to be like non-sports related. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Let's look up what his interests are. Okay. Let's, let's do buy, it. Uh, like Bomani Jones like into gardening or some shit. <laughs> let's just put in some time learn about gardening. Have men, and he'd be like, "Well, I planted these chrysanthemums." And is that like a? I got what? What is his accent? I don't know, but you're you're kind of like nailing it. To be honest, you were like you were really hitting on uh, his sort of dictation. Ah, uh, let's see. He, yeah, he's from Atlanta and. Born in Atlanta, oh, I do moved know, to Houston. I do know that he was from Atlanta because after the Patriots beat the Falcons, it was. Like, the next day on ESPN was a fucking funeral. He was like, this is the worst day of my life. Really? Yeah. He was like, nothing good will ever happen to Atlanta sports. Yeah. (laughs) That's, well... Oh, speaking of Atlanta sports, uh, give the Jets back to Atlanta because of those jerseys. I liked those jerseys. I think... I like them. I think that they're going to look better on the... Like, the, the picture that was shared was a fan replica, and I think that it was maybe like a female jersey uh, or a woman's jersey, and it's going to look better on the ice. Uh, it needs a, it looks a little unfinished, I will say. It looks a little unfinished, but I like that jersey. That mm. jersey is fine. Jeff Israel had the best take of the day, which was like people got outraged over that Jets jersey, uh, and when the Colorado Avalanche came out later in the day, and brought back their old third. Yeah. Which, that jersey sucks. Which one? The one with the white shoulder yoke uh, and, like, the triangle. With oh, the, the, C the C? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That jersey sucks. That's good. That jersey sucks. Yeah, okay. And so people got outraged over the Jets jersey while the Avalanche jersey is worse. Uh, well, definitely not. Uh, but the Jets jersey is a uh, Print Shop Deluxe jersey. <laughs> no, it's You make not. that thing on Print Shop, bro? <laughs> I think it's going to look more finished on the ice. Uh, speaking of hockey jerseys, uh, shout out to the Vegas Golden Knights uh, Twitter account, which has been reformed. Yes. It went to the bathroom for a little bit. It freshened up, came back out. Uh, they Did you see the reveal of Max Pacioretty's jersey? No. <laughs> it was like the, print, the, like the steaming press thing. Yeah. 
and it said uh, it, it was closed and it said Max Pacioretty will wear and then it lifted up and it was uh, the jersey said Pacioretty 67 so the exact and same all jersey. the responses were uh, Michael Bluth looking in the bag that said oh, dead dumb do I not I don't know what I was expecting <laughs> that's, uh, that's such a, a fucking weird move huge great reveal <laughs> like uh, that's like tweeting like new day new me and it's like, just a picture of you, and it's you look exactly the same. It's as me the with day. like my same hair, <laughs> same fucking pills that I take. Everything you just, yeah. Uh, speaking of ESPN personalities, I had a. It's it's fun when you have a great tweet that has under five interactions. That's like, do you know what a Google whack is? No, I learned about it in like a coding class I took in college, didn't get a good grade. A Google whack is when you Google something that's two words and only gets one result. Nowadays, it would have to be fucking impossible. Right. But like back in the day, you could do that. You could find like two words, Google it, see if you only got one result. Um, but so I think it's a similar kind of thing is sending a good tweet that only gets that gets under five interactions. Now, this one was a response to something, so not as many people could see it, but uh, our guy Tommy Giles tweeted a poll. I have no idea how this came up. Uh, Who would survive longer in a zombie apocalypse, Evan Drellick or me? And uh, Casey Smith responded and said, oh my God, this isn't close. DJ in a landslide just because Evan would die immediately, which I agree with. Yeah. Like all the responses were like, I'm going with DJ. I think you guys might actually kill each other. No. Well, so the best response was, uh, DJ on a technicality because Evan, when Evan died, it wouldn't technically be an apocalypse yet. Like it wouldn't even be an epidemic yet. It wouldn't make it to the apocalypse stage. He'd be like the, a mysterious death occurred in this, uh, or like mysterious deaths are popping up. Evan would be one of those. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, that seems about accurate. But uh, so Casey responded like, oh man, not even close. DJ in a landslide. Sorry, Evan. And somebody responded to her saying, who's DJ Bean? And I responded with a video of Stephen A going, he's a bad <laughs> man. <laughs> And it only got two likes. One of them was Tom Giles. Nice, but uh, that was fucking that counts hilarious. for like at least five likes. Yeah, I think that uh, we gotta we gotta start using Stephen A. Uh, videos for more Twitter stuff. I actually want to do uh, Stephen A. Will like tease the next day on um, on first take. He'll have like a picture of him. It'll be like a graphic of himself arguing, and he'll be like, uh, "Dak Prescott isn't the goat." What do you think? Exclamation point. And then it'll just be like a graphic that says like, Stephen A doesn't think Dak Prescott is the goat. And then we, and then it's that. Okay. We could do those with like just pictures of ourselves. Uh, Like, uh, you, Pete saw my big fat white uh, gangster child movie. Didn't like it, right? You didn't like it? Didn't like White Boy Rick, no. Is that what it's called? White Boy Rick, yep. White Boy Rick. I'm still probably going to see it. Yeah, Is let's it worth discuss seeing? that for Monday's episode. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth uh, worth seeing. I, I think I'm I'm okay with uh, with discussing movies a little bit later. Like yeah. I want to discuss searching today. We okay. can get to that maybe now. But yeah. uh, like that, you saw that like a week ago. Yeah, I saw it this week. It was a little delayed, but I think it's worth talking about. I was highly disappointed. I felt that I was sold a bill of goods. The preview came out. And as I said on this podcast, I'm not seeing this because this looks like a movie about just 
how crazy of shit people can do using technology. Mm-hmm. And you guys all know that that gives me the willies. When all the uh, explosions were happening in Massachusetts yesterday. Yeah, it was uh, fucking wild. I was like, folks, this is how it happens. Infrastructure. Shit like that, you know? Yep. So I didn't want to see it. And then I saw that people were saying it was really, really good. And it, uh, I don't know if people were selling the twist as much, but they were saying that it was like. I a- listened to the to Lights Camera Boys and they said they, they all loved it. And the, the twist at the end was pretty crazy. So I saw it and I was so disappointed. The twist was if you use Wait, gonna- just basic reasoning, it's going to be what that. It's th- like you could have figured out the yeah, twist. Yeah, yeah. I don't like were the- you surprised by the twist? No, not yeah. really. Not entirely. I mean, you you're sitting there and you at that point in the movie you're like, "All right, well something fucking has to happen." Right. And like based off of what we've seen to this point in the movie, it's probably this. It's probably yeah. something like this. Yeah. There's There's uh, only like four or five characters in the movie, right? which means that unless you're going to be wildly disappointed that it's they introduce a character right. with t- 15 minutes left in the movie it's going to be somebody that you know so the twist is that one of those four or five characters did it right um and my thing was i was actually immediately disappointed because the preview made me think that like his daughter was away at college or something like that and they are video chatting and then she disappeared and then he was using the internet and realized wait a second when did she disappear? How long? Like, have I actually been talking to my daughter? How long has this been going on? That's what I thought it was about. And that premise is way better yeah. and way creepier because the idea that, like, someone goes away to college, you're video chatting with them, right. you're like, texting with them. You're not actually them. there with them. Right. That, like, somebody could literally fake a person's existence. Yes. That's what I thought the movie was about. So um, immediately I was like, huh. Which it's. It sort of goes there. Existences are but, faked, but in like, yeah, like very basic, right? And like do a that very ways. basic. Hey, watch an episode of Catfish. You'll see exactly what happens. In yes, this. it's more about like basic catfishing than yeah. it is about like, like crazy mastermind. Right. It's shit. not creepy what happens in the movie because we've seen shit like that happen all the time. Yeah, this movie could have honestly been made ten years ago. Yeah, same exact yeah. thing. Like the, the only thing that I'll like the only thing that I'll say is I thought that it was. It was presented in a cool way where it's like the entire movie is a computer screen. It is yeah. the entire movie is told through the lens of a computer screen. Um, and I thought that that was that was cool. But if you're going to do that and you raise this point afterwards, if you're going to do that, it has to be more. Wait, is 100 percent of it shown through a movie screen? Yeah, I believe so. I think so. Or, I'm, uh, I'm thinking now. I think so. And and like um, like, like news. Yeah. And oh. like news, uh, yeah. news camera, but like that could be streamed on a computer, right? Yeah, because I'm thinking of like uh, when he's meeting with the FBI and stuff. Like they're around the computer, and it's shown from the perspective of the computer. That's pretty cool. It's, yeah, and it's yeah, right. And it and like also at the end when they're in prison, it's from the security footage. So it's all oh. all the 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 int- it's either through like camera like I it feels stupid to say the entire movie's through a camera lens, but Whoa. like yeah, but it's through like. Uh, camera lens, like whether it's CCTV, whether it's security footage, whether it's um, like news broadcasts, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, through a computer, it's all presented in, in sort of a cool way. But you raise this point after we saw it uh, that like if you're going to do that, if you're going to like have this like the entire story told through the Internet and stuff like that, 
it has to be more of an internet based twist. Yes, yes. It was like, a, yes. It that, was. The twist in this movie could have been a twist in any fucking thriller. This was like your the world. typical mystery thriller uh Packaged in kind of a neat way, right? But I exactly. thought that this was going to—I thought that this was going to be uh, more innovative and something that we haven't seen before. When in reality, it's kind of uh, who done it. There's two questions: uh, Is this girl still alive? Mm-hmm. And who did this? And the the reveal isn't crazy as to what those answers are. There's uh, some obvious red herrings where you're like, "All right, this isn't it," and. I don't know. I I I I'd like to pick those guys' brains, the lights, camera, barstool, yeah. or a lot of people like Scott McLaughlin, who I trust very much on all things pop culture. Really liked it, and I'm pretty sure like I'm not missing something here. I thought this was a way more basic movie than we were led to believe. Yeah, no, I agree with that, and I think I don't necessarily disagree with any of your assessments, but I did enjoy the movie. I was sort of, uh, I was engrossed and entertained the entire way through i just feel like in the end the like the purpose of the movie and you know the theme that it was going for under delivered into what it like there was a lot more potential there than what they actually delivered right it's like setting um it's like setting scarface in the future uh, except they have all the same guns that they had <laughs> in the 80s yeah you know yeah like like Wait, so it's just set in the future and like, everything's is, the same? This is a, like a very technology-based movie that doesn't use any sort of advanced technology. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I, I was disappointed there, but... Uh, my, uh, John Cho was fucking I was going to say, my guy, I uh, don't know his name, John Cho was... He was, was great. Yeah. Those, But those two are... Like, I've seen those guys in other things. And who uh, uh, Deborah Messing? Uh, no, <laughs> that, that guy Deborah Messing, yeah. uh, Harold and Kumar. Yeah, John Cho. And, and, and who yeah, else? like they're, they're good actors. Yeah, they're, yeah. Like obviously, when they're only known for a stoner thing, it's easy to assume that they're just both comedians or something. But right. I'm pretty sure that they're both like well, fucking real. Cal Penn actors. is like a yeah. Like, Cal Penn's the other guy. Cal Penn is like a he went into politics. He works for Obama. Oh, that's right. He worked in Obama's White House. Yeah, didn't he do? He organized some cool thing that everybody. He was the, like, the, he was like, uh, he was in charge of maybe not in charge of, but he was like a leader in the youth, sort of like getting the youth to uh, engage in Obama's administration for the kids. Yes, exactly. His his position title was for the kids. Yeah, Cal Penn for, for the, the kids. kids. The kids. Eminem does that one of his songs. The kids. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, it has a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is way too oh, high. Oh, gosh, too high. Way too high. Uh, the IMDB rating is more in line with what I'm thinking, which 7. is 7.9. Oh, so I'd give it a 7.6, uh, which is... That is good. Yeah, that's good. That's worth seeing. I was going to say, uh, we talked about like uh, kind of movie ratings and what... We need We need like yeah. a, a scale that yeah. we... like. And I'm in favor of a stamp scale where it's right. like, good. Good, not bad, good. not good. Yeah. Right. Uh, Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I would give this a pretty good. I would give this a, yeah, I'd give this a fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like fine is in like the 60s to 50s range. Yeah. But I've realized uh, because we've seen basically every movie that's we've come out the last so like two years. Movies. I'm willing to see a movie regardless. If, if you're like, 
a guy asked you about uh, my big fat white boy gangster child movie, and you were like, "Oh, it wasn't great." I'm like, "I'm, I'm seeing it." Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. yeah like, like, like it doesn't like you have told I me saw this Peppermint. is not that good of a movie, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, cool." I, I'm more just interested in like. <laughs> I'm interested in seeing bad movies because it helps you get in, gain a perspective of like, all right, this is what a bad movie is. Right. Like, I learned a lot about dialogue in watching, in watching Peppermint because you're <laughs> like, sucked. oh, so this, so I shouldn't take dialogue for granted because this dialogue is absolutely terrible. Uh, but we've got some good movies coming out, which is pretty exciting. I can't wait for A Star is Born. Ah, uh, I'm, I'm, I've already. I've already Static. run the gamut on emotions with Bradley Cooper, as you may recall. At first, I was like, wow, Bradley Cooper looks great in this movie. He looks super cool. Looks like his face is like a catcher's mitt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really terrible. Can't wait. And then I found out that he just fucking did that because he made the movie. He chose to make himself right. look that cool. Oh, yeah. Bullshit move. Yeah. Uh, but I got over it now because it's been enough time. And now I'm all like, I'm in the deep end. I tweeted, uh, I tweeted the um, like a couple months ago about like all the fucking things that Bradley Cooper did in this movie to make himself look way cooler. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah, and it's like the list is fucking crazy. I don't think I, I don't think we follow each other on Twitter. So he, uh, I said, let's run down the... I said, I'm very excited for A Star is Born, but I feel like Bradley Cooper writing and directing a movie in which he gets to play the coolest dude in the world is kind of cheating. Uh, and that's... that's I think that I kind of piggybacked off... Because you had that take already. I was going was yeah. to say, like, I don't know if that came before or after, but that was like... It came after. That was like what my meltdown was. Yeah, yeah. I, it came after. But then I, then I did a follow-up tweet. I did a thread. Uh, and I said, let's just run down the pros and cons of Bradley character playing in this character here. Pros. He's handsome. He has luscious hair. Uh, is a successful rock star. Is best friends with Dave Chappelle. Uh, somehow discovers Lady Gaga in a bar. Uh, is somehow the only person who thinks that she's pretty. The only person in the world who thinks that Lady Gaga is pretty. Uh, and here's the con. Uh, maybe he likes booze a little too much. <laughs> yes. That's it. Uh, that is... Yeah, the, the Lady Gaga pretty thing made me so mad. Because she looks unbelievable in this movie. Uh, she looks good. Yeah, she like, looks good. Pretty much, but like whenever she doesn't do the freaky always weird pretty. Shit. Like nobody has. Like it's like because uh, she she would wear all the crazy stuff and everything. But then you'd be like, hey, but she's like pretty, under right? That. And people would say like, she's got just as good a chance as anybody else yeah. of being pretty underneath there. And then he takes it off, and it's like, oh, oh yeah. she's like a unique, pretty-looking person. Yeah, Lady Gaga gets more points for me because she does have a kind of uh, unique look. Yeah, and. Like I don't know anybody who looks like Lady Gaga. She gets points, points. She gets points for me because she is good looking. Yeah. But she doesn't like throw it in everybody's face. Yeah. She sort of like masks the fact that she's a good looking person. And she's and by got, doing all this fucking weird shit. I uh, I run hot and cold on tattoos. I've talked with some uh, some when when I've been doing locker room talk with the the guys talking about the chickadees. Uh, because some guys One like day at the gym, you're already doing locker room talk. Oh yeah. <laughs> I really set up. Well, my first order of business at the gym was, I was like, hi, I belong to this gym for roughly two months. Uh, where is everything? Where is everything? <laughs> because I don't know where the stuff is. All I know is where the locker room is. Uh, and I'll be honest, they're sick of me in there. <laughs> uh, and I know where the cardio stuff is. 
where's everything else? You got it, right? And they were like, yes. And I was like, okay, well then within one to two more months, I will be going there. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have a good day. Do not need to scan me in. But like some some guys just like aren't into tattoos mm-hmm. on themselves or on... Most people are fucking idiots. Or on ladies. Yeah, tattoos can be really cool. Tattoos are awesome. Yeah, like they, they can obviously be bad, like yeah. anything, yeah. but they can be dope. Tattoos are like people. I feel like you Everybody's have- got one. Yeah. It- Yep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If you, if you say, like, this is like this, then I feel like the follow-up has to be like, everybody's Everybody, got one. Yeah. Uh, no, I feel like you, you got to have a plan with tattoos for yeah. the most part. But she has a awesome tattoo. Like, if I... Which one? Uh, Lady Yaga? Yeah. She's got a uh, trumpet on her bicep. Oh, yeah. We've had this discussion. That's a yeah. real... And it's black and white. Mm-hmm. I lo- or it's, it's just black. I love black tattoos. Uh, she... Yeah. I, I'm into Lady Gaga's whole look what a babe um i can't wait for that movie though and yeah i'm loving this star is born meme born memes. yeah the memes are fucking awesome i which is did not expect that but uh the scene where he rolls down the window and it's like hey just want another look at just you wanna get another look. Honestly, that's become a fucking amazing meme real talk i think that anybody can pull off anything if they have the confidence blah blah if you hook up with somebody drive them home and then as they're walking out this is seemingly after the first time they've hooked up yeah and you do hey just want another look at you unless you guys both said i love you to each <laughs> other the previous night that is so like way too fucking much yeah lady gaga smiles in that scene but if if the in like the full scene if she doesn't turn around it's like Ooh, what the fuck did right. i just get into i would be like oh man you were cool fuck you ended up crazy imagine if the twist in this movie like if, if in the full movie bradley cooper is just like a really fucking creepy psychopathic stalker well did you see uh there was a video that recut it as a horror movie oh i didn't and see it that. was hilarious and i was watching it and about 45 seconds into it i noticed a little r with a circle around it in the corner and i was like oh the ringer made this never mind but like the new trailer has him just like playing with her nose for like 15 minutes really yeah like how he's are they like, lying down no like he they're in the bar in the scene where he's like i think you're pretty and and she's like everybody who looks at me thinks that um, i don't have the looks and stuff and he's like He's like, all right, what's what's wrong? Oh, he, he's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, and she's like, I don't like my nose, and and he's just like, just running his finger down. And he's like, let me touch it, and he's running his finger down her nose and shit, and it's just like the weirdest scene. As somebody who <laughs> loves their fucking nose, don't touch my fucking nose. If somebody did that, if you do anything to my nose other than an adorable little boop, then you. I guess this this I movie like this is movie like we is should take notes on like how many times. Do they do something that you that you couldn't get away with if you weren't a fucking rock star? That yeah, I feel like this movie is going to be a clinic in putting on a, a a clinic of things that you can only get away with if you're a rock star. Also, there seem to be some not okay elements of it because there's like uh, she shows him a song that she wrote and she's like, "Hey, I have stage fright, so I, I can't perform it." Yeah. And he's on stage and he's like, "He's like, just do All it. Right, I'm gonna bring you out. You're gonna sing that song." And she's like, "Oh, I would, but uh, I told I." I I've got stage fright. It's like a, yeah. it's like a, a thing. Like I've she got. has severe anxiety, right? Yeah, she's and like, I've, I, I'm working on it and managing it, but this probably wouldn't be good for me. And he's just like, and he's don't like, be a do whip. it, you little puss. Come on, get out here. And she's like, oh, please don't call me that. Um, 
but uh, good luck with the rest of your show. And he's like, I'm going to drag you onto the stage, sing. And luckily, it turns out she didn't have stage fright or something. But normally, like, she said, no, I don't want to do this. Just because we're rock stars. Oh, man, they're going to be think pieces about this movie. Well, I I, I think they're warranted. Yeah. She said, hey, I've got stage fright. I can't do this. This movie, like, might be one of the events of the year for me leading up to it because there is... There is so much buildup. It could literally go anywhere. When are we going to... So we didn't do it for Mamma Mia. Maybe we can do it for uh, A Star is Born. We need to go to New York, do some ABBA karaoke with the Lights Camera Podcast Boys, mm-hmm. and then go see the film. Is there? I, I'm going to work on uh, seeing if we can get any sort of early access. To, to A Star is Born? Yeah. I, w- I was looking at the AMC, um, like the listings. Yeah. And there is a, uh, so the, it's the, a Star is Born Baby. fan event in Dolby Cinema, which I don't realize, I don't really know what, oh, uh, yeah. So it comes out on Tuesday in Dolby Cinemas. So it comes out early. You can see it on the Tuesday, October 2nd, apparently. A Tuesday, October 2nd? Yes. Doesn't it come out the 14th? It comes out mm. uh, the 5th, I think. Oh. Yeah, you can see it three days early in Dolby Cinema. That's amazing. I cannot wait. Uh, but yeah, people, all in addition to the hey memes, uh, shout out to Ken Jack. This will come full circle. He tweeted, uh, this hits on everything we've talked about today. Uh, he uh, tweeted, when Nathan Peterman finally kills me, and it's somebody doing a drive-by shooting, and the picture of Lady Gaga looking back all happy. Yes. No clue what that means. <laughs> But I love Ken Jack's Twitter presence. He's so great. He's, he's all a, over the he's place. A wild card. But uh, people are also tweeting uh, what, like, whatever their interpretation of what Lady Gaga's singing in that scene. Like, uh, I'm off the deep end. I'm on the demon. Whatever. <laughs> and it's just like all caps that, and it's like a gif of somebody like screaming <laughs> or singing. I can't Hell wait. yeah, yeah. So for Monday, yeah, we're going to discuss White Boy Rick. White Boy Rick. Going to discuss White Boy Rick. I also think we didn't get to it for this episode, but we wanted to discuss uh, the fact that now everybody is trying to cast Superman and Oh, uh, man. We didn't even Batman. get to that. Do you want to get to it? Uh, let's go through real quick some of the names that we've seen that were trash. Uh, Got to shout out my guy, Bry Guy. He said that Oscar Isaac should play Batman. That Absolutely is the not. worst movie take I've ever seen in my life. And he knows way more about movies than I do. But I know enough about Oscar Isaac to know that he plays complicated, depressed so, people. So I saw, That's it. So I saw that you, you tweeted that. And I don't necessarily think that uh, oh, yeah. that doesn't fall under Batman. I feel like Batman... Bruce Wayne is complicated and yeah, depressed. And, yeah, and like he can be moody. So and then I could like play that. Batman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, I don't think he'd fit in the suit. Not yet. You're not wide enough That's yet. That's what John Hamm said. Uh, he said, I'd fit in the suit. Yeah, and well. that great quote from John Hamm, actually. He said, I'd probably fit in the suit, you know? I have to. I'd have to work out a lot, which I don't love. <laughs> he is I would, so the everyman. Yes, uh, except hotter. I, I would. It would be very distracting to see uh, Batman fighting crime while you just watch John Hamm's got an dick, extra yeah. his mushroom thing dick print flapping around in the pantsuit. How do you? So Spider Man has uh, a web and all that shit. Batman has three legs. Ooh, yeah. nice. Uh, I also saw. 
Michael B. Jordan floated out as the as potential Superman. Yeah. Which I love Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I don't want to see him as Superman. I could definitely see Michael B. Jordan as Superman. Really? Just because he's like just ba- honestly based off his body. Yeah. Oh, he has a Superman body like naturally. I don't know that he has like the he has like the biggest barrel chest yeah like his chest is massive he when you say make dj wide michael b jordan is fucking wide Mm -hmm. he has super broad shoulders yeah uh he sort of has like a dwight howard body he was distracting in uh that awkward moment because he plays a doctor and i'm like i have never no way anybody worst doctor in the world because if you have that much time to be in the gym yeah you are not taking your doctor job seriously he's not keeping up on medicine they have changed names to stuff he is putting the wrong stuff in people yes um but i i just don't want to see him as superman i have a fear of michael b jordan being sucked into like recurring roles like that yeah just because i want to see where he can go as like an actor who's choosing his projects and stuff because he's sort of been hit or miss a lot over the past couple of years. I think that uh, Michael B. Jordan is too handsome to play Superman. That, because I mean, Henry, Superman, Henry Cavill is Superman right now. He's so supposed to be he's, um, So he's amazing. But other than that, like whenever I envision Superman, it's like a handsome enough kind of like sort of guy. a weatherman ish right yes exactly weatherman and if there's one thing we know about michael b jordan that guy's a fucking fox yeah and i always thought that henry cavill was sort of falling into weatherman territory but, but then as soon as soon as you put some facial hair on that guy even if even if it's a five o'clock shadow yeah. he looks great there's can superman think, have facial hair is like a new york yankees kind of deal i i think that superman is supposed to be clean cut yeah but I don't know. It's up for interpretation, I guess. Everything is sort of becoming its own sort of 2018 interpretation at this point. So um, I don't necessarily disagree, but I don't think I've ever seen somebody who looks as bad, as relatively bad uh, as Henry Cavill does clean shaven. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. I usually think that that clean shaven does works well for pretty much anybody. uh, And then like maybe they look a little bit better uh, when they when they get some facial hair. Yeah. Henry Cavill doesn't do it for me at all, clean shaven. But once he grows anything on his face, he becomes a fucking stud. Yeah, he's. Uh, we were talking before about how I want to squeeze in one more Mamma Mia before they take it out of the theaters. But we were like, "Fuck, we also got to see Mission Impossible two yeah. again before they take it out of theaters." Because I don't know if Mission I can go Impossible that. Impossible two. If I can go that many months uh, without uh, fucking seeing that that look, right. that stubble, that that. Oh man, he's so. Oh. I think I'm in love with him. 